victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-hosts Philip and Brian, and uh, our our other host Nez should should pop in shortly. At least by the time we get to the movies, I expect Nez to be in. But uh, how are you guys doing? Busy, busy. Yeah. Spending a lot of time with the family this week. Uh, if anybody hasn't, if anybody's noticed, I haven't been posting in any of the social media pages. I just I haven't had the time, so. Wow. That's probably, right, a sh- yeah. probably a show and listener feedback. We got some pretty good listener feedback, but uh, I guess we need to. I, I, I was told that I need to start digging deeper through our other socials for it. And unfortunately, the only thing I really check is Facebook. So, guys, if, if you did give us feedback and send it, you know, we do apologize, but that's something we're going to work on. So, that's like the most important part of the show, right? Kind of like why yeah. we're doing it. Why so, not? Uh, <laughs> the other reason we do it as an excuse <laughs> to uh, get away from all that family shit. Hours. <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, that feeds into. I, I, I'm hoping you guys have some great stuff this week for Cool of the Week because I'm a little, little low this, this week. I've been doing a lot of family stuff and taking care of a of a family member that got work done in his pacemaker. So, um, uh, a lot of shit going on, but, uh, I got a very diverse. Oh, okay. Well then you gotta, you gotta get us rolling. Come on, man. Okay. Um, I did celebrate, uh, Robert England day. I oh, checked out the right. documentary. The documentary on Screenbox is called, Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert England story, and it's a fantastic yeah. documentary. It looks like it's good. I started like 10 minutes into it, but I didn't get to finish it. Yeah, it deep dives into like how he grew up, how he got started into acting, and it, it does make you, it makes you want to go back in his filmography because he... Robert England can act, and it shows mm-hmm. by some of the clips they showed of his like older movies and of course, it gets into the nightmare movies. Uh, I I didn't know. I don't even know if we covered it when we talked about nine six nine seven six evil. How he met his wife. Oh, she I was like that, a, I think that was in the trivia. Okay, it was. I think so. Getting, getting older, my memory's gone. But uh, what's the, what was the story? She was like costume designer or something. Uh, like set head set set decorator. Okay. And they would uh. I think they would go on like location, scouting out locations, and he would like drive her. And basically, it was just he fell in love at first sight. And ah, okay. And uh, yeah, 
kind of it, it goes into a lot of a lot of cool stuff like he was supposed to be a second second build in a Schwarzenegger movie called The Crusade that, that, that would have been that, amazing. Yeah, it got canceled like last second, but uh, it was going to he was going to be second build to Arnold. It was going to be more money than he'd ever seen and just just a little interesting stuff like that it was really cool. So I recommend that documentary. Yeah, it looked like it was a yeah, Brian, Brian's got to be our got to be our in-house screen box guy. I think maybe we could bring them on as a sponsor or something. Um, Nez was telling me it's only like like twenty seven dollars for a whole year or something like that. If you I think so, prepay that's like what yeah. oh. two two fifty a month or something. You can't be well, yeah. Well, and just monthly, it's only like four or five dollars a month. It's like the same price as Shutter. Yeah, you can't beat that, man. Come on. Yeah, and they've always. Uh, been- decent stuff yeah and they're, they're starting to get a lot of exclusives now and like uh they were the first one to get terrified too when it came up came to streaming so right uh let's see uh moving on over to hulu for this one i think i talked about this one that they were ma- making a hot cheeto movie yeah flaming hot flaming hot pretty fucking good movie not okay i did not know all right <laughs> you just you just don't really think you just think you know it just comes from the factory and right? it's trying some new stuff and you just don't know that it, the idea came from a janitor that worked at one of the plants and kind of had a ex gang gangbanger uh, background you know getting into a lot of trouble you know got the job at Frito Lay as a janitor. Just wanted to, you know, support his family and was very interested in how the factory worked and the machines and just wanted to learn about everything. And then uh, you get to the part in the movie where he just, you know, the the factory was going through hard times. uh, Right. And he had an idea and it's kind of an inspirational story. So cool. Let me let me ask you this: Was it a was it a replay of the, you know, you got chopped up my peanut butter story where like he he was dipping Cheetos in hot sauce or something like that? Is that how it started? <laughs> I don't really want to, but no, he just. Oh, you don't want to spoil it. It's that. There up. was there was there was nothing geared toward as far as snacks geared towards the the Mexican community. That's like, man, you got to make this shit more spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, you know, he was just you know. Sitting there, you know, at the park with with some snacks at a food vent from a food vendor, and he was just kind of looking around, and you know, the idea struck him like, why can't this be on like Cheetos or Doritos or you know? Uh, okay, genius. The rest is history. Now it's all about takis. You guys ever yeah. try those yeah. before? Those are yeah. damn good, man. <laughs> They've got some taki meat sticks. I saw. Yes, they do. I, have I haven't tried them. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. So. Recommend Flaming Hot. I think it's on. I think it's also on Disney Plus. I think they they okay. double dip dropping it on streaming. Nice. And it is directed by Eva Longoria, the the actress. Oh. She's directing movies now. So. All right. <laughs> and and it it's listed as like a drama, like a biography drama. But there there's there's a lot of humor in there too. So. Oh, cool. That's I like really the way they told the story. They added, you know, like he he's doing flashbacks of how board meetings went, and everybody's basically talking like they're from American Me, and <laughs> like 
you know, he's kind of <laughs> describing it like it was like a a gang meeting in prison, not not in the <laughs> and, and he's like, you know, that that's not how it really happened. This is how it really happened. You know? <laughs> so there there was a lot of humor to it. I like that. So that's nice, man. Yeah, it's on it's on the list. I'll, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Uh, but my cool of the week is a movie I didn't get to see it when it first came out in the theater, and I'm glad I caught it before it's out of theater, and it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Oh, 3. nice. Okay. Oh, All right. I, 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 I still have it. I think it's up there with the first one. Yeah? I really do. I, Say it had, the, it had the humor. It had the action. It had... It, it, the, the sad moments were there. Uh, my wife and daughter almost cried. Uh, we had another family member. They don't want me to bring it up, but I will. Right. Fucking cried in the theater. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it, 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 it's not, I don't think it's the end of uh, Guardians movies, but it's the end of this Era. version of the, this. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, and Rocket has to have the fucking saddest backstory. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. they they show you his backstory and it's okay. fucking horrible. And I'm about to, uh, and I'll yeah. say the the villain is called the High Evolutionary. Okay. Best villain out of the Guardians ser- series hands down. Really? Okay. Yeah, you you fucking hate him when you see the shit he does. So. Yeah. Oh wow. So, yeah, definitely no. uh the end credit scene, the first end credit scene, you can you can stick with because it kind of shows you where the team's going from okay. there. Okay. But you, the the last one was kind of a, I fucking stayed for this. A little whack. <laughs> yeah, this is like Star Lord <laughs> making a little comment to some. I won't say who. Oh, uh, okay. Kind of like. Well. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, I could have made my way out the theater to the parking lot by then. So at least at least it wasn't just Blade's voice, right? <laughs> or that we didn't uh, even get to see Blade. Or the second Ant Man movie when it was the the ant playing uh-huh. the drums. The ant playing the drums. When, when they showed right. that in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was in the trailer. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, definitely it, it just it kinda hit on all the emotions and right. Gonna gonna miss these guys because uh, some of them uh, I think uh, Batista said he's kind of done. Well, I mean I'm sure they'll get him back be. for like a cameo or something, but he right. he he can't do the makeup and stuff anymore. I, well, again, I imagine I, most of them are about done with it. Well, dude, it was like that in the comic books. Like you, if you read the Avengers or the X Men or any team comic over time, they they change constantly. You know you yeah. get. New mutants or new superpowers in, and that's what keeps it fresh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, making a Avengers movie with fucking Wolverine in it. Double talk. <laughs> I'd see one uh, in a couple of years, man. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, they announce something uh, here in a few weeks. We're about due, aren't we? Yeah. Uh... I don't know. People, sorry, somebody slamming doors in the back. I got all my, I got all my family here. Hopefully, it's not a ghost. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hope not. Oh, man. Phil, I'm going to jump in next. Is that cool? Yeah, go ahead. Because I, I didn't know what I was going to what I was gonna do. I, I got on a, a, a David Fincher, uh, I guess, kick after seeing Seven. 
And so I checked out Alien 3 because, like I said, my Wi-Fi was down, right? Oh, okay. So I do, had to go did with Did you have the extended cut? I did. I did. It's the I guess it's like two and a half hours, almost yeah. three hours. And it, it, it's not my cool of the week. It was all right. It's definitely my least favorite, I think, of the Alien movies. Um, but I did watch a couple of other DVDs I found laying around. I watched Three Amigos, which is oh, classic. awesome. Kind of like Seven Samurai or The Magnificent Seven, but with three actors who don't even know that they're heroes <laughs> until yeah. they're in the thick of it. Um, <laughs> but my cool of the week is uh, Easy Rider. You guys ever seen this mm. one? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, well, it starts out with, yeah, Dennis Hopper and, uh, yeah, Nicholson joins up later. You got, uh, who is it, Dennis Hopper, Peter, Peter Fonda. And they're like a couple of hippies that are riding their their motorcycles across country. It, I'd forgotten the movie starts out with them doing a, a huge cocaine deal in Mexico. And then they put the cocaine in plastic bags and they put it inside their gas tanks in the motorcycles. And that's how oh, they yeah. get over the border. Uh, and then they uh, pick up a hitchhiker. It's kind of a strange character. And he's living in a, a group of people that are like kind of like living off the land. But they're you can tell they're all tripping tripping on acid and growing mushrooms <laughs> like super good look at 1969 counterculture um but yeah the movie really ramps up when they pick up jack nicholson because he's like a small they, they they get put into prison for fucking with some people at a parade and like doing fake salutes and shit like that you know even though one of them has an american flag on the back of his jacket his entire motorcycle is an american flag you know, of course, they still get fucked with by the little local Texas sheriff there, and they get uh-huh. put in jail because of their long hair. Nicholson is uh, like a small-town lawyer that's there in the drunk tank with him. Ah, oh, it's all Otis again. He's drunk. You put him in the drunk tank. <laughs> so he, he meets up with them, and, and they, they do the rest of the trip. to their, trip, their, their, their goal is to get to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, and that's where they're, gonna, that's where they're going to uh, deal the cocaine and make uh-huh. their fortune. So... It's a good movie, man. It gets really trippy toward the end, not not surprisingly, but uh, nice look at 1969 counterculture. So yeah, it's I haven't a seen that movie. one in a long time. Yeah, it's a nice road trip movie, man. Yeah. So that's it, Phil. What you got? Uh, uh, well, okay. So uh, I'll start out with uh, a movie that I finally caught up with, uh, John Wick 4. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome uh yeah. not as good as john wick 2 that was still my favorite okay um i think the fight scenes were more believable and it was just it was less outlandish maybe outlandish is a good word for john wick yeah 4. Yeah. yeah very well, practical a, use of nunchucks yeah nunchucks. which was cool i you know yeah. i hadn't seen nunchucks in a movie in a long time yeah so they had some badass fight scenes um i liked all the characters in it uh, it just, you know, it it got it got big box officey and like Marvel movie fight scenes. And you know, you know, you know what took really me out of the same. What you know what took me out of it, guys? Hmm. The 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 stone stairwell scene. I I, I was in for it. I was even in for Love the arc. That scene. I was I, even I, in for the Arc de Triomphe, where not one single cop or fireman showed up after a fucking fifteen <laughs> minute long, you know. <laughs> Running everybody off the road. And these the cars are like still driving while people I know, are like, I know. I, <laughs> I kind of like, especially like the, the stairs scene, I took it as like a video yeah. game. Yeah. I, and I'm like not he gonna, got to the top, got knocked down. 
Yeah, start was, the level all over again. It was all right, Bruce Lee. <laughs> very, very Jackie Chan. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay, I'm sorry, Phil. Didn't mean to interrupt, man. Uh, no, but I it, it was it was still a really fun movie, and I'm glad that I watched it and I had a really good time with it. So yeah. beautiful uh, locations is, everywhere. Yes. I, I wanted to go to oh, every sure. location there was. And yeah. one day, and one day, Brian, we will as we grow our audience and get more Patreon <laughs> support. We'll we'll travel the globe. Sure, <laughs> we'll go to the Apple Tower. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, yeah, that that one that one was really good. Um, I also watched a um, an AFC mid uh, IFC Midnight movie on Shutter um, called Consecration. Oh, I've heard, this one okay. I've heard of it. Right. Sounds familiar. Yeah, so it's like a nun thing. Nun horror. Right? Uh, is there any satanic element in it? Uh, or yeah, would course. that be telling? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no way AJ will watch it then. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and I, there was another one on there, actually, that I watched also, but I can't remember the name of it. But it was another nun horror movie that was like okay. IFC Midnight. Uh, they're good at that, especially Irish yes. stuff. Oh, yeah. I think I want know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh uh, help me out, Brian. Saint Maud. Saint Maud. Is that the one, Philip? Mm. Or is it kind of like a sleepy UK seaside town? Where they no, have those it was. Uh, okay. the, the, uh, the, uh, I can't even. A remember lot of them are alike. The other a, one. Yeah. a lot of them are very Irish UK. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of like Irish Catholic sure. nun stuff, right? But consecration. I, I just sort of felt like I was in the mood for that kind of thing, especially after watching the movies for this week. Sure. Um, that uh, it, it, it felt good. And cool. it was it was a pretty solid movie, man. Like, I I don't hate it. It wasn't like a an Exorcist movie, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't that far from it. Oh, the other one I watched was uh, it was a 60s Irish priest that went into a a, a a convent, and there was some sort of exorcism thing too. Oh wow! I, it wasn't bad. It was like found footage. I can't okay. remember the fucking name of it. <laughs> oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. Where, when they go into the the church or whatever, there's like a tunnel like or something that goes deeper. Shit that go I've seen that deeper. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one wasn't bad either. Yeah. Anyway. Fun movies. <laughs> so what's what's the cool of the week, man? Um, definitely those. And uh, I also decided to continue on our uh, Silence of the Lambs treatment and watch. Oh, nice. Hannibal. Cool. And, uh, that was definitely my cool of the week. Hannibal was a All lot. Right. It, it, it's not really the same as Silence of the Lambs, and we'll get into why later. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, it, it does go deeper into the um, Hannibal Lecter origin stories and sort of, I, I think, gives way to the the Hannibal series, you know? Okay. Hilarious scene with Ray Liotta at the end. Yes. That oh, was my actually, gosh. Yeah. That was <laughs> a pretty fantastic. There's a few really memorable scenes in this movie. It's not bad. Uh-huh. I mean, for being a more current movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess it's not anymore. I don't know when it came out, but <laughs> I guess it's been well, a while now. But I don't usually consider it really part of the the Silence of the Lambs deal. But this one was right. There is some really 
memorable scenes in that movie that are pretty kick-ass, and it was fun to watch. And, All right. You know, Anthony Hopkins, dude. What are you gonna well, do? Well, that that uh, that that uh, that flaming hot alarm you guys hear is is Nez showing up just in time to give his cool of the week. What's up, Nez? Hey, Put me in, Coach. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm back, bitches. Oh man. Well, here was a not so cool of weeks. Oh no. Um, other than Brian and I, sorry, everyone, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna Life. take. I'm gonna take it this time. I've I've been Nez. Before you got on, we talked about. I've just been spending a lot of. I got all my kids together the past couple Good. weeks. So yeah, but we'll, we'll get on that wrestling, even though it's like two weeks old. Hey, yeah, so I, need, I might have to rewatch it. But um, yeah, my brother was uh trying to act out some scenes from uh, the '80s classic Rad, and he scrubbed on his bike. So he was in the hospital. He had like 15 stitches. Uh, my son just graduated the, the other night, so we we're kind of getting prepared for that, and that's that's finally over with. Uh, and hours before the graduation, uh, we got a dog. I don't know what episode Brian and I were talking about our new dogs, but it what um. Kind of dog? I don't know, mutt, little res dog. Best, best dogs, man. Best um, dogs. It that this it's still well, it's bigger now. It was a puppy when we got it. It was six six weeks old, and it, it's always running around between everyone's legs. My mom's seventy five, which I just found out because <laughs> uh, we were getting ready to have dinner, and um, it ran behind her leg and or her feet, and she kind of stumbled, fell backwards. She just had knee surgery a few months ago. So she that. was she was laying there, ah, and I was like, oh, man. I was just like, you stupid dog. Um, And we tried to get her up, and it was just like, we got her up, but it was just like, she was like, ah, she was screaming. And I think that was like the first, first time I ever heard my mom scream. I mean, I was... At all the horror movies we watch and hearing all the screaming and all that, it never really oh, yeah. bothers me until, <laughs> until we, it's real. We all know, until we it's all real. know women are tougher than we are. <laughs> we we yeah, scream man. and cry like babies. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, so the paramedics came because we were just going to try to get her in the car and take her to the hospital, which is only like a mile or so from my house. But she goes, I, I can't even do that. So they, they came, they drugged her up with something so they can move her. Uh, they took her to the hospital. My dad called my hour or so later, and they said her leg is broken. Mm. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Um, I guess it was right below the top of the, what's the fibia or whatever? I don't know which one the bone that is. But it's the one below, the, whatever that bone is called, below your knee, your kneecap. Tibia? Yeah. Um, sounds about right. That one. At the top, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'll know tomorrow. I'm going to the hospital tomorrow. Uh, and I don't know. Something broke there, she said. So she was, uh, I was like, fuck. And she came all the way from Arizona, uh, came to California. Missed my son's graduation. So she was bummed about that. Uh, Eric was feeling bad because it's his dog. Yeah. So, but. Um, and then, uh, when was it? Wednesday. Before all the graduation, my youngest grandson was bleh, throwing up all night. <laughs> oh. So he caught a bug from something. Luckily, I was off all week. So I was able to stay home with him while everyone else went to work and school. Um, 
Yeah, all that. My brother, my mom, all that. Graduation came. We had it. It was a good time. Um, when it was over, we all came back to my house, and I was just not feeling good. I was like, I don't know, I feel weird. So I was kind of just hung out, sat there, laughed around. Then I said, you know what? I feel really tired. Let me go lay down. So I went and laid down, and then I just sat up really fast. I ran in the bathroom, and uh, oh no, oh my! It was a, that, it was one of that bug. It was one of those ones with so much was coming out, like I was like, you <laughs> could barely breathe. <laughs> so I was like. Fuck. And then I went, oh. I've only been that a couple of times since college. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I figured I was all right. Okay, it's all up. Let me just go. Nope. And then I went to the back door. And then, blah. I was like, oh. So it was, it was blasting out of both ends. It was so bad. It was coming out of my nose. Everything. Uh, so I was like, that's, oh. That's the first part. <laughs> so all of. Late Friday night, early Saturday morning, I was just, oh. Saturday, I just laid in bed. definitely the not cool of the week. (laughs) I laid in bed all Saturday, and today I feel a little queasy. I had to get up super early and take my son to the airport so he can fly back home to Arizona. And uh, they they got home, so I I was happy with that. But that was pretty much the last few weeks and everything. It was just, uh, it was hell. But we, everyone's okay. My brother's good. My mom, she goes, she, I just talked to her. She goes, I'm good, I'm good. Just, you'll be all right. She told me, as long as you feel better and come come, I'll come visit her tomorrow in the hospital. And, yeah, my son's just sleeping it off. He, I guess they had a, a sober grad night. I don't know what that is, but oh, I yeah. guess they, they lock him down in the school and give him all kinds of fun things to do. Sure. Uh, so I, he's still I recovering from that. <laughs> I haven't done that. Well, of course I haven't done it, but I, I had one of those in high school. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. attend? Yeah, I attended you- just so we can all sneak out and meet up somewhere else. They're sneaking the drugs <laughs> in the bottle, right? <laughs> I won like a five hundred dollar thing at one of those. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was worth staying sober for a night. That was my thing back then. <laughs> he, my, my son won eighty dollars, and then some okay. some kid some kid won a car. So, oh wow! No. Yeah, they had they had it at the graduation. It wasn't brand new; it was used, okay. but new to that kid. But yeah. everyone that everyone was mad, saying hey, he's already got it. He's already got it. He's got a nice big truck, right? Uh, so they're like, they go, he don't need it. So, but I don't know. He won, so congratulations <laughs> to him. I don't know who he was. <laughs> he'll he'll do the right thing and give it to a family member or something. Where the hell did yeah. they go to school? Mar-a-Lago neighborhood or what? Shit, they give Not away here. cars. <laughs> I know, man. I was like. <laughs> The only thing we did for grad night, they took us to Disneyland, Magic Mountain, Raging Waters, Catalina oh, Island. That sounds and, that sounds like a lot of fun, man. Yeah, we had hella fun, dude. I was fucked up, but <laughs> hella fun. Don't drink. You're not supposed to drink in uh, every everything else underage. Everyone. That was way back in the good old '80s. But anyway, <laughs> but I do got a cool of the week. Really, this one will be quick. That movie. Um, I guess it's Sisu or whatever. Sisu. Oh, yeah. Sisu. Oh, yeah. You just, you oh my God. I just watched it this morning. Okay. Is it awesome? Yes. Oh, man. man it's like I got to watch it. Totally. Right. It reminded me of like a Quentin Tarantino type of vibe of film. Yeah. Uh, it's like broken up into chapters. And man, it, they did not spare any expense on the um, practical effects. There was some CGI stuff in there. And then your CGI fire was in there. Lance, uh, but... Of course. Um, 
it was it was amazing. I loved it. Everyone kept yeah. telling me, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And I was like, all right, let me just watch this. Yeah. So I can talk about and it. Not, on Nazis Society. are still the undisputed villain <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a better bad guy than that. Oh, man, it was nuts, yeah. dude. But it was hella good. I don't even know who this actor was. He yeah. reminded me of like uh, an older Brian Cranston, but um, okay, yeah, like was, a with like a kind of like a Clint Eastwood kind of scowl on him all the time. Yeah, it it was it was good, man. It was like that's why I say Quentin Tarantino because it was just like um, uh, this guy he finds some gold, he's trying to get it to from point A to B, but he's got to deal with some Nazis, got to deal with some. Uh, this person and that person, and all hell breaks loose. He's getting into this big, huge adventure. There's horse riding, riding on tanks, flying in airplanes. And dude, it was crazy, but it was hella good. I loved it. Now, yeah, I don't know who this dude is. Hey, Jorma Tamila. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't know what this gentleman's been in. I probably, probably have to look at the rest of his stuff. But if you guys haven't seen it yet, definitely watch that because it was. It's definitely in my top ten this year. Um, oh, nice. That's, will it that's, stay uh, there? I don't know. I don't know. Will it stay there? I don't know. We still got a lot of movies that are coming uh, for the rest yeah. of the year, but it was it was an amazing film. I was I was just blown away on what I saw on my little phone screen. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I couldn't uh, watch you, it in the living. I coun't watch it in the living room. Could have should have gone to the theater, man. Seen it on the big screen, dude. It's not it's not playing up here. I know it was playing here for like a week or two, and I missed it. But yeah. it doesn't. It didn't even come anywhere near us, right? So, but yeah, wasn't yeah, that's been going on the last right. few weeks. So, you know, had they had some marketing behind that one, I think it could have been a big screen. They had the sure. best it trailer cool. ever because yeah. it showed the dog, <laughs> and then it flashed on the screen that this dog does not die in this movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Brian, you got some uh, got some headlines for us, or uh, be in two weeks. Got a little bit. Uh, we're getting a new Leprechaun movie. Uh, they're calling it a reimagining, and this is. But this time, it's from the people that are producing it are the same people that put out Barbarian and the the latest It movies. Huh. Okay. And it will be directed by Felipe Vargas, who the only thing I know him from was he directed like a short horror film called Baby Teeth. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, you know it could be scary. Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Are they are they going serious with it? I'm a leprechaun. They get asked to. As we need to do uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> I just got that. One. I just got that. Uh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hugh Grant is set to star in the A24 horror film called Heretic, and this is from the writers of A Quiet Place. Huh. So it won't have much dialogue then? Probably Dude. not. <laughs> okay. Hugh Grant. I don't know, man. You... I, like that's uh, I, I, he was sort of a bright spot in. Yeah, uh, he was an A-lister for sure. Dun- Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, he pretty, was in that. Yeah, I think he okay. did pretty great in that. He just ate up scenery. So he's, making, he's making a comeback. <laughs> was it any oh. good? Yeah, what I bad? liked it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. 
I mean, it's, too... it's not gonna win any awards, but it's got <laughs> my girl. It's got my girl in it, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, God. oh yeah, it's got your Thanks girl. Thanks for reminding it's me. It's got your girl. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> she's okay in it, but Hugh yep. Hugh Grant definitely he he definitely knows what movie he's in. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's in that. Uh, yeah, he's like the. He's a bad, bad guy. Bad guy. Sure. He's like yeah. one of the thieves they team up with. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cher, she's producing a new horror film titled Little Bites. <laughs> Was she 157? <laughs> she's got that I don't know. baby juice oh, that my. she's drinking or whatever it is. <laughs> hey, Hayek, huh? 77. <laughs> 77. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. She's just plastic now. <laughs> might see, yeah, I might see Dolly Parton make an appearance. Jane Fonda. Uh, let's see uh, Pete Davidson is teaming up with the Purge creator James DeMonico for a horror film titled The Home why not why not I'm, I'm, I'm a big Pete Davidson fan <laughs> I like everything he's been in I love his little cameos he does he's just he's pop culture personified right now yeah I really want to hate him more than I do <laughs> it's, hard. it's hard to hate him, man. I know he's it is. Hilarious. <laughs> he is. He's pretty funny. <laughs> also, I don't know if this needs to happen, but James DeMonaco is also confident that the Purge Six will still happen. Okay. And is that the last movie or the TV? No, the TV show was before everything. Yeah, they're planning on bringing back uh, uh, Frank Grillo for the the six. They, they they probably should. Oh, okay. Make sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, any fans of the Wednesday series will be happy to know that Jenna Ortega confirms that, that they plan to ditch the romance stuff and lean more into horror. Cool. All right. Uh, I don't know if you heard about, you probably did hear about this, Nez. Uh, new Friday the 13th game coming? Uh, is this after everyone flipped out because they were gonna stop um, adding stuff to the to the previous one because everyone ah so Probably. yeah they, everyone was flipping out and then they dropped the news we got another one coming now everyone's like right? they're, they're all their butts healed I was <laughs> mad I was mad too but I wasn't I wasn't gonna take it to the to Twitter and ah if you. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. So just I heard, give me another movie. Naz, I heard Twitter's for. Wait, hold on. Naz, Naz, Naz is, is a man that's amongst us guys that did an entire fucking hour-long episode about a Twitter posting and the people that replied to his Twitter posting. Fuck so, yeah, man. No, that was on Inst- about Twitterverse, it's Naz. That was on Instagram when all oh, this shit went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's, let's not revisit that. I'm sorry. No man, I, I gotta do a follow up on that one. But nah, man, that was that. Yeah, <laughs> go back a few episodes. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't read it. <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's uh, there's gonna be a new Stephen King documentary called King on Screen. Okay, <laughs> sure, because we need that King on Coke. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody has MGM Plus, but they're getting a Actually, new Ed Gein. Oh, they're I getting do. a new yep. Ed Gein um, documentary docu series titled "Psycho: The Lost Tapes of Ed Gein." 
Oh, nice. Who's, who's going to be in it? Do you know? I, I think it's uh, just an Dane actual docu docu series. They want people right. to watch it, Lance. All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> also, loosely, uh, the Buffalo Bill character, I think, based on Ed Gein. I think a lot of characters were based on Ed Gein. So loosely, as loosely as Psycho, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm I I got MGM Plus too. Shout out to Mike. Um, there's an Amityville and origin story documentary on here. Is that yeah, what this there, is? Yeah, there is. All right, what's this show from? Is it? It's pretty fucking good, Naz. You should okay. start it. I'll just say that. Hmm. <sighs> All right, man. Just more I gotta add to the list. <laughs> but, we're, but really, really uh. quick. Speaking of, speaking of Stephen King, I had no idea he did uh, the Boogeyman, the short story. Now I need sure. to find yeah. it. But uh, I'll give you my score on now. And since you, I just listened to you guys' right. episode this morning when I was driving back from Reno. Um, I gave it an eight. I thought nice. it was a really good nice. movie. The new one? Yeah, the new one. Yeah. Um, the right, old, the, the OG us. one. I don't remember that one at all. Uh, I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I I don't remember. You had to remember the scene the scene where the kid jumps in in the the window and he's like the boogeyman, and then the window crushes him. <laughs> he goes. I, Oh? <laughs> I don't remember it. it, it I saw it the one time when it came out when it was brand new, and I yeah, don't remember. It was garbage. Now. Yeah. <laughs> the, fact, yeah. The fact that you don't remember it probably speaks volumes. I listened to you guys. I was like, Shit, I don't remember any of it. And I, and I did. I I did go ahead and um, pre-order the Vinegar Syndrome because I I just kind of I kind of feel like that movie was kind of cut up and edited. You're killing let, me. Let now us, I gotta let get us it. Know. Let us know. You're gonna be <laughs> sadly disappointed to have to watch that piece of shit again. <laughs> I don't know. It's worth it to see that kid get crushed by the window again. Well, but that's oh, yeah. the the new one. Yeah, I give I give it an eight. That new one was was real was really good. I remember people was was right. cutting up about it, saying, "Oh, it's this, it's that, it's no good, it's PG thirteen. So I was expecting that. Sure, um, sure. I just must be old and. We've seen it all up to this point. Yeah. So I, I was I was in for it. all the jump scares got me, even though you knew they were coming. They still right. made me yeah. flinch. I kind of went ah a couple times. Uh, little Princess Leia, she was awesome in it. Um, oh, that's who that is. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was really good. That was like the main reason I went and seen it, only because I know her mom and her dad. Um. They didn't have kids uh, when I knew them. Uh, there was during okay. their um, their music career, but uh, I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. I'm definitely gonna buy that one when it okay. comes out. And some of those kid actors bug the shit out of me. She doesn't. She's cute. Uh, no, she's, she's no Lulu Wilson, huh? Yeah. She <laughs> she really she really sold her performance, and I do want one of those moon right. balls. Yeah, that was <laughs> awesome, and I, I shoot you guys now. That whole time when me and my son, my son went, so I, when we were driving home, I was like, I don't know what it was. I mean, always open closets and under the right. bed thing always freaked me out anyway, and that just triggered it. I because when I got home, I was laying there and I was looking the closet wow. where I lay. I faced the wall, and the closet's right there. I walked over and shut it i bet you they got one of these things on amazon <laughs> <laughs> but i I, th I thought it was a really good film i enjoyed it and i'll definitely buy it when it comes out so yeah i give it uh, the new boogeyman 2023 and eight 
Nice. Well, that's a nice segue to the Boogeyman director, Rob Savage, wants to make a new adaptation of Stephen King's The Langoliers. The Langoliers is it The Langoliers. Oh yeah, yeah. the one everybody yeah. hates. All right, <laughs> so with Balky. Maybe he can do it the right way with, and not have Balky in it. <laughs> Making a espresso with a nice lemon twist, you know. I'm I think all right. The, bring the, Balky back just because. The Langoliers. <laughs> I watched it when it originally aired. Uh, I had just started with Southwest Airlines, and oh, we were, watch- we were watching okay. it at okay. the airport. We-, we worked the late shift, so it was on, right. like, whatever Sunday night movie. So, and there was no planes on the ground. It was really quiet, so we were sitting there watching it. And when they got to that airport, and there was no one around, and all this noise and everything, that kind of gave it the extra creepiness. Mm-hmm. But the ending is what I was like, ah, oh, Really? I know. Yeah. I mean, it was building up to something, and then we see them, and I was like, ah, they look like little walnuts with teeth. They look like a little Pac Man. Yeah, it was the same thing with um, (laughs) The Stand. That built up to something good, then just went. (laughs) Same thing with It. All the Stephen King TV ones just built up until you got to the end, and uh, I think I think I think the it theatrical movies did a good job with the ending. I, I, I wasn't disappointed with that. That. Crappy looking spider crab Come on, or whatever. Dude. I, I, I was I, I I didn't like the TV miniseries one, but I was pretty happy with the the deflated clown there at the end. I thought that was kind of neat. Oh, in the mo- the movie or yeah, I liked it. I liked. I, it. I didn't like it. They <laughs> called him names and they beat him. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like chapter two. Chapter bad one was clown, good. bad clown, <laughs> naughty clown. <laughs> Well, kind of like the TV series, you know? I mean, chapter sure. one's definitely way better. So he's going to remake Langoliers? He wants to. Okay. But um, right now, I mean, he's kind of... For me, he hasn't missed. I mean, I, right. I liked Host. I had fun with... Even though a lot of people didn't like Dash Cam, I had a yep. lot of fun with it. And I liked the Boogeyman, so... There you go. Three for three. Oh, All Host right. was a... Uh, the the was that pandemic laptop one? Was that yep. the one? Yeah. That's the one. Oh, Rob Savage. Okay. I thought you meant the host. I was like, Ugh, I didn't like that no. one. I need to watch this again. I like that. That was pretty good, especially for where the world was at this time. Yeah. Sure. To still make a movie. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, especially how they did it, uh, being like separated and they still like got everything to come together like that. Still, still made it creepy. Because I watched something, and the director was like, wasn't in the room. He mm-hmm. gave them their laptops, gave them their instructions and script what to do. Said, "All right, action," and yeah. they recorded it all. So I, I really liked how they did that film. That was that was a good movie. Have you seen Dash Cam? Yes, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that chick, but man, that movie was elegant. That's your that's your homegirl, Nez. <laughs> oh man, that movie was awesome. Would you hey, would you invite her to stay at your house? Would you let her borrow the keys to your car? Hell no, but I'd go to an open <laughs> mic with her. She had skills at the end. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, that's that's all the news, Lance. All right, man. So uh Nez, you ready to go down to the trailer park? I am, but I don't even know what what they were. I'll send them to you real quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while while uh, Brian's sending them to you, uh, I'll let everybody know we're going to bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. It's the trailer park. Boys and girls, 
the trailer park. <laughs> what do you think, Philip? <laughs> Help me out here while Brian's sending them. <laughs> Big and small and weird. That's definitely what they are. Meaty, be- meaty, beady, big and bouncy. Wasn't that an album by the Who or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> real, really quick, shout out to Bead from uh, Bead versus uh, the Living Dead. Oh yeah, Dead. shout out to Bead. I was uh, and Marcus as well. I was on the, their show a few days ago. Nice. We uh, we discussed um, Night of the Animated Dead. If you guys <laughs> haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it took me through. It took me three watches, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, when, I don't know when that episode's coming out, but definitely uh, when it comes out, everyone uh, check it out. All right, first trailer we're going to talk about is another Frankenstein reimagining. Because a couple weeks ago we talked about the trailer, the angry black girl and her monster. This week we're That's talking right. about right. poor things. Is that? Yes, it's Ooh, her. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Far her eyes are. That's your oh, girl. I'm in. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. All right, synopsis. <laughs> the incredible in. tale and fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist, Dr. Godwin Baxter. This oh, stars Emma Stone, Margaret Qualley, Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, Christopher Abbott, and a bunch of other people. This is directed by Yargos Lanthimos. I think I did a good job on that one. That was great, oh. man. Is Yargos. I could, Yargos. Your Greek, your Greek was so on point, I could practically hear dishes smashing in the background. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Fanny, uh, Lance, you've seen some of his movies. I fucking hate this director. There's not one <laughs> film that this fucking asshole has made that I like. All the all the dialogue is stilted. It's completely. I mean, I know what he thinks he's trying. I think he's trying to be the smartest guy in the room and say I can do this crazy dialogue where it literally literally sounds like people are reading off cue cards. Everything's stilted. There's like no emotion in it. And it's just, it drives me fucking up the wall, man. I, even The Favorite, which was up for some Oscars, and a lot Dude, of people... That was hella good. What are you talking I, about? I, I love historical. <laughs> I love historical dramas, but not, not this fucking idiot's version. So, what, what, board, do you, what do you think about this one? Because I didn't get none of that in this one. I didn't either. This looked. I didn't really think it looked like one of his films. I mean, I definitely like the look of um, uh, fucking Norman Osborn. He was... He looked great, man. And Willem um, Dafoe's great and everything. Yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe uh, looked great, and Mark Ruffalo to me is like kind of overrated. You know, I yeah. don't think he's a great actor, so he's perfect for this director's films. You know, he'll fit right in. But I think uh, Emma Stone I'm not, need to get the eyebrows done. Yeah, she's not my best. She's not my favorite actress <laughs> either of all time, guys. I. I don't know. This everything about this screams that I should hate it, but I really did like the visuals that were in the that were in the trailer. So I'm going to be a little bit torn on this one. See, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of like going opposite on that. Like I, yeah. I feel like it's got a really good cast and it looks, but it looks like fucking Oscar bait. Like I <laughs> kind of don't give a shit. And I mean, if so, it's good, great, but I doubt it. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not the biggest Emma Stone fan. If I was, if I was to watch this, I, I've only I've only seen one movie of the directors, and that was the Killing of a Sacred Deer, which I did not Ugh. care for. Ugh. Yeah, that one was. It took a while to get Ugh. there. Doctor, uh, uh, doctor, I wanted to let you know that uh, my mother died when seriously, I and now you have to pay the price, and it's yeah. time for revenge. Go grab a rifle, and I want everyone to put a big uh, a bag over their heads. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I will put a bag over my head as soon as I get a bag. That's pretty. That's pretty spot on. <laughs> but uh, I do agree; the visuals do look amazing. Um, I do like. I do like the story of Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster, and uh, I like that we're getting uh, not basically remakes of the movies but reimaginings with the right, with this right. and the, the previous trailer uh yeah. the angry black girl and the, the monster which is on vod now if anybody's interested brian at, brian at least we're not getting that dark universe or whatever we, we were supposed to get with that time i kind of want to see javier bardem he was supposed to be frankenstein <laughs> i know you, you i may still see it the rest of that it was just <laughs> and i think that they had a good cast with the mummy movie they just did a shitty job yeah. I know because that movie was like problem five different genres in one. It was a comedy, (laughs) it was an action adventure, it was fantasy horror. I think that they had shitty writers and not a good director, but the rest of the pieces were there. All right, Nez. All right, I'm adding that one to the list, Brian. The Mummy. I haven't seen that one in a while. I liked the Tom Cruise Dark Universe one. <laughs> Theo and I, we liked it. Hey, but uh, this film, it looks cool. I mean, I like. I've only seen the favorite. I thought that was really good. I love that movie. Um, I like the the style of what this what's going on in this trailer. And I'm in. Uh, I love Emma Stone. Uh, I don't know what it is. I like. Uh, the pale faces with, with, with black hair <laughs> and those those eyebrows that look like right? um, caterpillars. Okay, I bye remember, bye. <laughs> I haven't liked her since Super Bad, to be honest. That's when, that's oh, when wow, I first, that when I first seen ago. her was Super Bad. With the zombie movies that she did, what the hell yeah, was that? Okay, right, Zombie they Land. Were, I, I'll give you that. And right. ha- hashtag not my Gwen Stacy. No. I oh yeah, like I was her. gonna. I thought she played Mary Jane Watson, but I was a little no. off this night. I didn't like her. Uh, Kristen Dunst is not my Mary Jane either. <laughs> uh, she no, can I, I, no, let she, her pass. She she played uh, Gwen Stacy. And I what, know. Yeah. I know. Did you see uh, Across the Spider Verse? Uh, we're going. I'm going. Oh, tonight. don't no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh man. Oh my Good. god. No, Dude. I I, yes. I gotta see that while All it's right. in 3D. Okay, so. like. Do I do I need to see it in the theater? Yes. Yes. Because my son <laughs> and I haven't even seen it. My son said he did not like it at really? all. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh man, it was better than, in my opinion, it was better than the first one. Yeah, add that to oh, my wow. kill of the week as well. Man, that one was hella good. That I was, was expect uh, I was expecting it to be good, but I I didn't. I walked out of the theater like ah, oh, that movie could have been like five hours long. Could have blown you, blew you away, huh? Yes, man. Oh, there's nothing at the end of the credits and everything, but it it was it was good, man. It was one of those ah when it was over. <laughs> but 
can't oh, I can't man. wait. I can't it wait. Was, it was nuts. If you can see it in IMAX, go see it in IMAX. Oh, fucking hey guys. Uh AJ's gonna be out of town almost all week in Oklahoma and all my family's gonna be gone, so I'll I'll make a theater trip this week for a change go, while it's still in I mean, 3D. Uh, if you have I'm it's not in three D. I don't think it's in three D. No, it's, not... it's in three D here, dude. Yep. Oh, it's well. one screen it's in three D and the other it's in uh Dolby. Uh, we only got IMAX here, so there was. The, yeah. I checked all the theaters because I wanted to see it in 3D. None of them. Oh, dude, they, uh, our theater here. I'm so pissed off that it's not in the IMAX screen anymore because they put that fucking Rise of the Beast bullshit in there. Oh, you but, saw it? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't made so it. How's it bullshit? Could be your Boogeyman. top no, five movie of the year. But it's bullshit that they kicked uh, Spider-Man out. I wanted to see it in IMAX, but yeah, well, I'll see it next, in 3D. The next big one came. Um. I heard a spoiler about that Transformers movie. I won't say what it is, but if it's true, I haven't seen the movie yet. Um, I'm all right with it because okay. in the in the comic book lore, it did go that direction for like a, a limited series. So if you they like come like Fast X type thing, yeah. If they come, if they combine the Transformers with another yeah. Marvel property. Right. Uh, I'm with, uh, that, I'm with that it. Rumor. Uh, yeah. I I'm with. That I'm with that. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm with that. I mean, go for it. the comic series. It was a limited edition. I, I liked it. And but, I, all right. I think that I think that came from the director. Yeah. Huh. So if that's true and that's what they're doing, I'm I'm all with it. I'm I'm all for it. Cause, but I haven't seen this new one yet. I kind of just eh, but I'll go see it anyway. Not a, I'm not a fan of the Transformers movies. Yeah. Uh, Bumblebee I'd rather watch good. another Transformers movie than another fucking Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen that yet. <laughs> oh, that, that's 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 out there. I know. Yeah. I saw that. Jason, Jason Momoa at his most flamboyant. And my girl's in that too, so I need I need to watch that and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, let's see. Poor things, September eighth. Okay, get a little bit of a wait then. Now Oscar, for Oscar season, Philip. Oscar season. I'm telling you, so it looks like Oscar bait. Yeah. I had no now, idea it was a Frankenstein thing. I didn't now, kinda, now I what's probably gonna be the next entry in the Cage Rage series. Oh yes. Before returns. It's gotta be Sympathy it. for the Devil. <laughs> Starring <laughs> Nicholas Cage and Joel Kinnaman. A lot of people will say, "Not my RoboCop." Oh man, that's who he is. Okay, I've become a I've become a Kinderman convert since the Apple Plus TV series that he's in. But go ahead. All right, uh, sympathy for the devil. After being forced to drive a mysterious passenger at gunpoint, a man finds himself in a high stakes game of cat and mouse, where it becomes clear that not everything is as it seems. <laughs> okay, great description. Uh, director is Yuval Adir. That sounds way too close to you, Bull. <laughs> I do not recognize anything he has done. But I will jump in here first and say I do like the visuals. Nick Cage is at his fucking craziest, and yeah. I love it. He got all dressed up for the movie. Yes. He tried to be. He tried to come 100% sex or whatever his line was, and 
and I, I like the I like the the cat and mouse aspect of it, you know. And I I'm very curious on why did he just randomly t- take Joel Kinnaman, or is Joel Kinnaman chosen for a specific reason? And is Nick Cage the devil, or is he just a crazy guy with red hair? <laughs> Yeah, I honestly don't even really care about the plot. Uh, the plot you had me at Nick Cage. I know, same here. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah. like just just watching him do his Nick Cage thing, I that that's enough for me. I'll go. Watch oh, there there there's some scenes <laughs> in this trailer. He he goes full Cage. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Full Cage. Full full Mandy Mandy on the toilet <laughs> drinking vodka. Full Nick Cage. Which as as much as I had fun with the the old ways. He, yes, he, he does. I, I will spoiler. He 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 doesn't go, he doesn't go full cage in that movie. Okay. Yeah, but this one looks like he does. Yeah, oh. is that the, is that I that designed. cowboy movie? Yeah, is it good? I liked it. All right, it, it was it was so it was something different for him. You know, I mean, the last few movies I've seen, he's done the that one with the Mandalorian. That was good. Uh, right, Renfield was hella good. Yeah, sure. Oh, there was another one I watched too. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I'm in on this one. This one looks pretty good. If he's gonna be all nuts and crazy, and I was like, is it? I was like, I didn't really pay attention to the title. I thought it was another vampire, and I'm like, oh, he's the devil. Well, I don't know yet, but I'm in. It looks pretty good. <laughs> and that fake RoboCop, yeah. Hashtag not my RoboCop. Right. <laughs> I thought we were gonna get another one. What happened to that? Wow. Uh, I don't. I'll tell you. Well, right now we're not getting anything because of the writer strike. So, yeah. Support sure all the writers, super everyone. Disappointed about that. So, <laughs> we'll uh, see. I support you all, Lance. What'd you think? I I can't wait, man. It, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, just just a couple of seconds into this trailer, I knew what we were getting. And like I said, I I used to dislike Kinnaman. That I thought he was kind of just sort of a rote actor, just kind of playing his part, but. I, last couple of roles I've seen him in, like I said, that that new Apple Plus TV series that he's in, where we're in the alternate uh, universe where the Russians landed on the moon first. He's uh, he's really good in that. The last couple of movies I've seen him in, I like him quite a bit. He he's just kind of like your everyman, but yeah. I do agree with you that he's hiding something. There's something going on. There's more than meets the eye. And is Nick Cage really the devil, or is he just some crazy nut job? But I did. I did love the, I love this the the line that he had where he said, um, "Everybody keeps telling me that, even my psychiatrist." Or what? What was it that he said? <laughs> I think he said, "Yeah, I think that's pretty close to what he said." <laughs> so obviously, the guy's just a fruitcake, and that red hair, man. I think that's the first time I've seen Nick Cage with bright red hair. <laughs> um, Nick Cage could play the Joker, couldn't he? Couldn't he pull it off? Oh, fucking for <laughs> sure. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. 100% in. Uh, Phil, you give your thoughts? Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm I'm in. Nick Cage. Like I I don't even really care about the plot of the movie. It looks like he's going full Nick Cage and I'm I'm excited about that. I yeah. I'll watch anything that he's in at this point. Yeah. All right, July 28th. Oh, right around the corner. So, uh, Bede, Marcy, get ready. Yes. And, Marcus, uh, Marcus, if you want to jump in, be ready. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, come on. <laughs> I know he he appreci- appreciates cage rage. 
Yes. Every, <laughs> who doesn't appreciate cage rage? Come on. Uh, I've seen some people that I don't think they get it. Uh, okay. I'm sure there's many people that don't get it. But, like, anytime I hear anybody talking shit about Nick Cage, that's my first thought. I'm like, ah, yes. you don't get it. <laughs> All right. That's the final trailer. Unless you guys have any thoughts on Expendables 4. Not yet. Not yet, All but right. I will. Let me see the trailer. <laughs> they did, did, the trailer they did do that stupid thing where they put the number in the title. Yes, Fast and Furious eat your heart out, right? It's like expendable, expendables, or expendables. Or seven, or seven, for that matter. There is a large action mystery in the old folks' home. We have to figure it out. (laughs) All right. Speaking of Arnold, have you guys watched uh, that football show? I tried to start it again, and then I, I had to go. Do stuff so, okay. and I was and Lance. I tried to start that hypnotic movie, but I had to I had to run out the house. So that's all right. There's there's time. There's time. We're getting Megan Fox with big thumbs and Expendables four. Uh-huh. <laughs> big thumbs. What? All right, I'm in. Oh boy. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Google her thumbs. I do. All right. In the trailer, Hearn. <laughs> Her and Statham have a foreplay fight sex scene. Oh my god! That implies he goes down on her. And she's like, "Pull <laughs> back!" And who wouldn't? Yeah. And who wouldn't? <laughs> no uh, makeup will not be messed up. But uh, all yeah, that you shooting. get, uh, you get Tony Jaa, Eco Uways from uh, the the raid. The raid. That is okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, as long as they get a good fight coordinator, I think that's right. cool. We get 50 in this one, too? <laughs> okay, right. Philip, we got some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll roll on to feedback. Uh, this week, we're going to shine the podcast spotlight on The Nightclub. Uh, welcome to The Nightclub. We are a coven of cosmic Cajuns on a quest through the mad and the macabre. A podcast dedicated to the dark. Join us. Uh, we perform midnight rituals in which we have, uh, in which we palaver in our dimly lit cabin about horror films, as well as some sword and sorcery f- flicks. Uh, when we venture over to the ruins of Castle Moonskull, that sounds like it came from He-Man. <laughs> Uh, oftentimes a particular topic ties in with the films we discuss. Otherwise, we'll just tangent off into subjects such as uh, cryptids, true crime, paranormal conspiracy, dark history, and other vestiges of esoteria. Uh, check it out. So, the nightclub. All right. And uh, we got an email from uh, Brandon Starochi. Starochi? Uh, he says, hello, I am Brandon Starochi, the creator and writer of Avalon. I don't know. Hey, Brandon Starochi. I know. <laughs> He's probably not Dracula. Uh, sure of, Aval- <laughs> of Avalon comic. Uh, Avalon is a zombie comic that doesn't focus on a hero's journey. Instead, the whole castle family is. Oh, they had a castle. Uh, is the main <laughs> protagonist. <laughs> you understand that this family has a disarranged past and that affects their lives in an attempt to deal with a new pandemic. 
we are wondering if we can come in on your show and talk horror about Avalon. Please let me know. Yes, especially if you have a Romanian accent. That sounds entirely awesome. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have one, you can still come on. I know that's true, <laughs> but it'd be well, way cooler if you did, man. I've, <laughs> I've already emailed back, so wait for a response. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. Uh, and an email from Philly the Kid. Not me, I swear to God. Are you sure that's not you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to submit a, uh, for a review of a horror black or slash black comedy indie feature film I created called Oops, You're a Vampire, <laughs> uh, which was just released. With on, a Romanian accent. <laughs> which was just released on VOD by Lionheart Distribution. Oops, You're a Vampire. Uh, was my first flick and a labor of love produced through uh, over three years. Uh, the original title was was Thicker Than Water, uh, The Vampire Diaries Part 1. But yeah, I like Oops, You're a Vampire better. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the accent <laughs> makes it. <laughs> um, I never released it at the time, uh, though it attained a bit of cult status through the industry buzz. Uh, it had a nice run on a festival circuit, including awards in Best Director, Best Makeup, Best Acting categories, for three female leads. Um, aficionados of the genre seem to regard it as a milestone of micro-budget horror. Uh, it was one of the first cinematic attempts to treat vampirism as something natural, real, and commonplace. Um, a few critics have remarked that the end of Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass, uh, there's a little homage to it. Hmm. Huh. Uh, so you can judge for yourself. Well... We're going to check out the screener for this one and uh, invite to join the show for sure. Yep. Because that sounds cool. Oops, you're a vampire. Oh, uh, you got to be on, got to be on the, if you're listening, you got to be on the show. We're going to, we can, we, guys, we can all watch the movie, uh, log in through the Horror Returns uh, Gmail account and the full screener is right there. So, oh, it's already check in there. it out. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to check it out this week. Kick ass. All right. Yeah, we'll definitely watch that one. Uh, regarding Yellow Jackets, oh, which is another thing that I started this week. Ah, oh, I, I gotta start, man. So we'll, so far behind. We'll let Marcus Will Turner tell it like it is, because okay. he's the writer of the group. Uh, while getting lost on the uh, I don't even know the fuck word that is. He, he already got you the word. That's why you do cacophony. listener feedback. I know cacophony. While lost in the cacophony of violent, incoherent, and shocking events, the sophomore season of Yellow Jackets finds its footing early, uh, runs the gauntlet towards the middle section, only to surprisingly stumble on in the season finale. Oh, badly. Oh. Uh, This by no means is a statement of its overall quality sinking from the brilliant first season, but a mere mention of the creators knowing that the captivated audience is in it for the long haul thereby throwing more queries into the already enigmatic story. Or just keeping the overall uh, one intact and questionable throughout. Uh, Fortunately, the struggles and traumas are present while being further fleshed out thanks to the connective framing device of showing the uh, the year our characters are stranded in the woods as teenagers succumbing to ravenous hunger, madness, and eerie scenarios befalling them. And the present day, where their adult lives continue to be ruthlessly affected in a variety of ways because of what happened to them in their destroyed youth. 
could not have put it better myself. That's why we just read your shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there's more. Uh, The performances from both sets of actors in the past and present day are astounding. That they are. Um, The parallels between each painting more uh, of a complete picture and understanding of just how broad and uh, multifaceted this whole endeavor lies. Though, like I stated before, what betrays their performance a bit is the story staying the exact same without completely revealing many answers or having more transpire. Um, At this point, we understand plenty of the plot threads and just want them to reach some sort of closure so that the new ones can come into fruition. Ah, okay. Oh, so he thinks sounds, they're drag, dragging it out a bit. A, li- a little better call Saul style, maybe. Huh? Yeah, I was going to say that sounds very lost <laughs> Yeah, or lost <laughs> yeah. Um However, no matter what the narrative may, or no, no matter where the mar- narrative may take us, uh, which hopefully promises more levels of insanity and what the fuck isms. Um, genical word there. Uh, as long as the performances stay strong, we'll go from the dredges of survivalist suffering the heights of human complex, uh, complexities right along with the rest. Uh, either way, can't wait to see how deeper and darker this goes. Rating is 8 out of 10. Dang, Marcus, you should write for somebody. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's got to be like for a fucking magazine. <laughs> uh, Brian posted a poll. Uh, Devin Sawa wants to play Freddy Krueger. Uh, do you think he can pull it off? Comment below. So far, 90% of the responders are behind it. Ah. Hunter Dunbar? Right. Yeah. Hunter Dunbar. Hunter Dunbar is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I'd rather see Moose as Freddy Krueger. I know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Kelly Lee can do it. Hunter Dunbar can do it. Hold on. You I got to leave. You wanted Moose uh, as Nancy, didn't you? Right. <laughs> I, gotta, I was just thinking of like, I, sorry, I got to leave your dream. I got to go poop. I'll be right back. <laughs> Can't sleep long. Got to poop. Or like he's got the he's got the glove on uh, Brian, but he's also wearing the the jacket <laughs> from the Hunter Dunbar movie. <laughs> uh, Tim Davis says it. He says Hunter Dunbar is Freddy Krueger. Uh, Zim Vader says he looks rapier than Robert England, so Oy. that's a good start. Ouch. <laughs> Uh, Marcy Papandria says uh, I think he would do a great job he's a versatile actor and if they want a new Freddy why not go with a genre experienced actor with a great range yeah why not okay Uh, and we're going to welcome our new members uh, Kimmy Barrett Linda Dishman Lane Justin Womack and Chris Hinton so welcome thank you thank you guys for for joining us welcome (laughs) <laughs> uh, don't have soft skin <laughs> regarding uh, sleepaway camp Ariel Wellman says so cringy <laughs> Naz that's one of your favorites <laughs> don't have soft skin Naz <laughs> I still gotta send you those uh, those the little pictures? Uh, I know no. you got the autographs no the, uh, the little sound clips oh that's right that's right we got I gotta, sound bites I gotta, yeah I gotta send you those uh, Shane Hammersmith posted, name a horror movie you would watch just for the music. Hmm. Good question. Uh, Charlie Seitz says, uh, Halloween 1978 and Halloween 2 1981. That's a good one. I, I think, I think I got my, my pick. I, 
I put Midsommar at first, but I think I'm going to go more with uh, last year's Smile. Huh. Great soundtrack. Great. That soundtrack made that fucking movie. Yeah, I remember you talking a lot about the 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 sound in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, regarding the Amityville curse, uh, Katie Pollock <laughs> says this looks like a cross between Amityville and Haunting of Hill House. Wait. Um, also, as usual, a trailer shows too much, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, wonder sucks. wonder if it'll be streaming in the UK. They don't have a. It's a new Tubi exclusive. They don't have Tubi uh, in the UK. I'm sure they have it in Australia. That's yeah, the if they got it in Australia, I'm sure they got it in the UK. <laughs> the internet's over there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gotta get nothing VPNs. Um, as always, our show intro and all of our new logos come from Steve Carlton from the Geeks. All right, Steve. Yes. Uh, and be on the lookout for some more great stuff from Steve. And our- uh, happy birthday to Alil from over there at the Geeks. Oh, awesome! Ah, yes, happy birthday. Must be nice to be twenty-one years old, Alil. Uh huh. Twenty-one some- and living in Florida. There it is. We'll send him some Astros gear since we know Steve is such a big fan. There well, you go. I'm sure, he gets um- enough from Steve. Steve <laughs> has so much of it. Uh, and our original skull artwork comes from Natsulani, of course, so check her out on Instagram. And if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Uh, we'll let you pick the, pick the movies for a future show at any amount, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. But wait. There's more! For the special amount of $1. Can I get a dollar? One dollar. You can have one dollar. All the perks. All of them. You get to pick the movie for a future show and come on and talk to us about it. Right? That sounds yep. pretty good. Yeah. Dollar. And a full commentary. Yeah. So you give the homeless guy on the street a dollar. Can we get a dollar? Come on. Look <laughs> <Hope> so. <laughs> That's less than a cup of coffee. Less than a bottle of water. Yeah. We're, we're on the cheap right now, guys. Give us a dollar. Coffee like five dollars now. Depends on where you go. (laughs) I don't drink coffee, so I don't know the prices. All right, on to our featured attractions. Uh, This week, it's our third in a series of psychological horror retrospectives with The Silence of the Lambs and Seven. That'll be fun. We're going to start with Silence of the Lambs from 1991. Oh, Agent Starling, you think you can dissect me with this blunt little tool? No. I, I, I thought that your knowledge... You're so ambitious, aren't you? Do you know what you look like to me with your good bag and your cheap shoes? You look like a robe. A well-scrubbed, hustling robe with a little taste. Good nutrition's given you some length of bone, but you're not more than one generation from poor wire trash, are you, Agent Starling? And that accent you've tried so desperately to shed, pure West Virginia. What is your father to you? Is he a coal miner? Does he stink of the lamb? And oh, how quickly the boys found you. All those tedious, sticky fumblings in the back seats of cars while you could only dream of getting out, getting anywhere, getting all the way to the end. see a lot, Doctor. But are you strong enough to point that? 
high-powered perception at yourself. What about it? Why don't you, why don't you look at yourself and write down what you see? Or maybe you're afraid to. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You fly back to school now, little starling. Fly, fly. young FBI cadet must receive the help of an incarcerated and manipulative cannibal killer to catch another serial killer, a madman who skins his victims. Director is Jonathan Dem, also known for Philadelphia and Beloved. Uh, writer is Ted Talley, uh, based on the novel by Thomas Harris. Uh, Jody Foster claims that during the first meeting between Dr. Hannibal Lecter and Clarice, uh, Sir, Sir Anthony Hopkins, I forgot, uh, his mocking her southern accent was improvising on the spot. Foster's horrified reaction was genuine since she felt personally attacked. Uh, she, oh, wow. later, <laughs> she later thanked Hopkins for, for generating such an honest reaction. Uh, in preparation for this role, uh, Anthony Hopkins studied fil- files of serial killers. He also visited prisons, studied convicted murderers, and was present during some court hearings concerning gruesome murderers and serial killings. Also, he acted insane, which is kind of the whole point of the thing. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Brian, you want to start us off on this one? Yeah, this is definitely a classic uh the cast is amazing um anthony sir anthony hopkins sorry i almost did the same thing uh jody foster ted levine um what's his name that played the lawrence fishburne role scott glenn yes yeah, scott glenn much West much High younger Tower. but that dude aged quickly huh yes <laughs> he did he's seriously aged since then. um yeah, I just I just like the, the the all the interactions with um, Clarice and uh, Hannibal, just just the back and forth, just the way uh, Hopkins plays this character. Like if you notice, like there's long periods of time where he's talking and he he's not blinking or anything. It's just yeah. cold and creepy. I still want to know what he said to what's that guy's name? Multiple Migs. The, the guy he made, his cell his cellmate, not his cellmate, the guy next to him, he made him swallow his own tongue. Yeah, I was cu- I was curious about that, too. I was like, how did he make him swallow his own tongue? He's, like, totally encased in glass. The guy who made him, the guy who made, the, the yelled out, I can smell your feet! 
I'm yeah, sorry. That's said, no, that's no in living said. color skits. <laughs> he said something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just uh, the the whole true crime aspect of the 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 the, the movie, the everything with Ted Levine as Buffalo Bill was just creepy. Yeah. Never get in the van first to help someone on the side oh, of the road move a couch. Yeah. That that yeah. that that's I hate to say it. You might get mad at me, but that's kind of on you. Well, and we've seen that more than once in a couple of movies. She she done. had her gut instinct. You could see she was. Oh yeah. Whether she should help him or not, and then you get in the van first, and he tells you to go deeper in. <laughs> no, dude, don't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> you are under no obligation to help that guy. Right. And all all the scares, all the horror is just psychological because there's not really any blood or anything not not really until the very end right yeah when, when he breaks out and i think that's just telling of, of the performances of the, of the of the cast that they were able to portray this character these characters and just kind of scare you and put put ideas in your head you there's there's a lot that that was said that didn't even need to be shown because mm-hmm. I, I just think they just told the story excellently, and it's it's definitely an all time classic. Yeah, one best picture that year, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Um, didn't Jodie Foster get nominated too? She won, and so did she Anthony won. Hopkins. Holy nice. shit! Makes sense. Uh, Nez, what do you think? Oh, this movie's hella good. I love it. Um, I had no idea what it was when it when it first came out. Um, I had just gotten with uh, my wife, so let's go to the movies. And I was like, Psh, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> nice family movie. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't care. I just wanted to, to spend time with her. And sure, sure. And uh, yeah, you you know where that goes, everyone. If you're a man, you know. Some women, you too. But anyway, <laughs> it's not that kind of show. Um, but. She was like, yeah, I hear this movie's good. And I was like, okay, well, what's it about? And she was explaining it, but I was too busy just... There was a lot of times where I wasn't listening. I was just so... Staring at her titties. Yeah, that too. But (laughs) (laughs) So we sat in the back, and there was some scenes that we missed, but uh, we had just gotten together, everyone. (laughs) You need to be with Marcy on that After Dark show, man. Yeah, we just got together, everyone. So when you're at the movies right. in the very back row, anyway, not, it was PG-13, no, no, no X. But um, <laughs> this was that was only like in the beginning when nothing was really happening. But once uh, Hannibal Lecter and all that got on the screen, now that's when I was like, okay, right. I'm in on this one. I love uh, Anthony Hopkins. I've always yes. loved Jodie Foster since Freaky yes. Friday. You did, Nez. You didn't pull the Cape Fear in the theater, man, and pull out a cigar and. And all the scariest parts just start laughing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do any of that. But um, once the movie was said and done and was over, I was like, damn, that was hella good. I went and saw it again, like by myself, because I wanted to see the parts that I missed. <laughs> so, But uh, this is this is kind of sentimental for my wife and I. This was the first movie we saw together, so it's nice. like our, our movie. Um the kids have all seen Eight it. That's the lambs. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine was Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, my wife was pregnant during uh, Jurassic Park when that one came out. Oh, man. So, At least she was after. Hi-oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, I thought this movie was amazing. Jodie Foster, like I said, I've loved her since Freaky Friday, and everything after that. Um, I just I didn't really care for that movie Contact that everybody loves. It was all right, but yeah, it was um, fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> I sat in the theater like, come on, something happened. Where, right. Give me some aliens. No, but this movie is amazing. Uh, I'm kind of happy she didn't continue this role. Yeah. With uh, with uh, when yeah, with Hannibal followed, and all they that. They followed yeah. the books. They followed the books. I kind of character like they didn't. Uh, she she didn't go all in with it and everything. So. But uh, the movie in a whole, it's an amazing film. Everybody in it did their job. Everybody's performances was awesome. Uh, Frankie Faison, I don't know if you guys know, mm-hmm. he's oh yeah, he's he's been in all four movies. Barney done, yeah. He was a cop in Manhunter. Then he was uh, the, the orderly in this one. No shit. It was cool. That the, okay, the Manhunter one I didn't know about. Uh, it was cool that he he came back in Hannibal in the beginning, and then he re, he re, reprised his role as in Red Dragon, basically Manhunter. But um, yeah, this movie's amazing. I love it. I this is one of those ones uh, I haven't seen it in a while. But if I'm flipping the channels and it's on, no matter what part it's on, I watch it to the end because I just thought this movie was amazing. And this is one of the I mean, at all the horror shit that I've watched up to this point, 1991. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I learn everything from movies. Not to get in vans, not to answer the phone, <laughs> not to answer the door, not to go that's, investigate that sound. And this one, hell no, man, I'm. That's good. why we're still here. <laughs> and it, and it, real quick, and I was just thinking back, thinking about the movie. Now we're talking about it. There, she does portray how hard it was for a female to be in the FBI. Yeah. Coming up as an oh, agent, coming up a as a student. Sexual harassment, too. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you get that scene where they go investigate the body, and Scott Glenn kind of talks Don't down it. on her in front of the other um, cops that are in the room. And later on, he said, you know, I just had to do that for them. You know how it is. And then she's just like, no, I don't. You know, don't do it again. <laughs> Good on her. Good yeah. on her. <laughs> he was throwing it at her. Even yeah. that one uh, little nerdy guy. With the with the bugs, right. oh, he just wanted to take her to get cheeseburgers and beer. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> then she asked, "Are you Can't hitting on me?" And he trying. was like, "Yeah, yeah, he, I'm he, hitting." He was straight up about it. He didn't care. He's yeah. like, okay. "Are you are you are you buying it?" She's <laughs> like, "No." <laughs> I'm not sure, wasn't sure if he was looking at her or not. The way his eyes were. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of bug-eyed, huh? My favorite scene in this was uh, at the end. When uh, she was down in the basements, and then it just went. He turned oh, the lights off, and it went all awesome. black. And amazing! Like amazing. what? What would you do other than fire in every direction? But I know. <laughs> she, oh she, man, she's, she's lucky. She's lucky. Stuff. She's lucky that he was so fucking arrogant that he just felt he had the control. You know. Yeah. Otherwise, she would have been long gone. Yeah. Have you Have you guys uh, seen uh, that? TV show they they came out with Clarice. I tried. I heard about I it. Do it. I, heard I watched it. the first. Episode. I kind of was interested okay. because the first episode, the girl that was in the the well. Uh huh. She's in that first episode, not the actress, oh. but that character. Oh. Yes. And okay. they kind of touch on her having PTSD, of course, from sure. being kidnapped, yeah. and she still owns, still has his dog with her. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> that was the weird so. part about the end of it. I'm like, oh, that was keep crazy. the dog? All right. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I loved about I mean, there are weirdos and creeps out there that are like this. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, don't matter if you're female. Males, too, man. You just got to always look. Even if you live in the safest neighborhood in the world, keep keep your eye or look over your shoulder, no matter what, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Look at one of those sex offender registries for a second. Yeah, yeah, Richard, yeah, Richard, Richard Brake, Richard Brake, <laughs> Barbarian, Richard Brake and Barbarian. When that neighborhood was nice and kept up, yeah. Well, <laughs> who, yeah. who would ever suspected that, right? I don't know, man. He looks weird anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of acting weird when when people actually talk to him. I met him a couple times. Yeah, he, he was cool, him. but he was show. he was Hold weird. <laughs> he's, he was great. But yeah, Signs of the Lambs. This movie's awesome. I love it. Wouldn't let him babysit my kids, though. No. <laughs> Lance, what did you think about this one? It's uh, I, man, I've uh, I've been a fan of Jodie Foster since uh, Candle Shoe. You yeah. remember that one, Naz? Yeah, <laughs> the old, that was the old Disney too. movie. Um, no, this movie when I when I saw it, it had a had a big impact on me. It inspired me to read all the books, and um, I. I Really uh, fell in love with the Hannibal Lecter character, especially when you you understand. And, and then, of course, you know, as you guys know, Brian and I are watching the the series for our um, Patreon uh, show that we're putting up from time to time. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're more than halfway done. But um, that's just it's so cool how he's such a gentleman and he just doesn't abide by rudeness. And he just plays by his own set of moral ethics and whatnot. Yeah. But he's yeah. You know, obviously, you know, completely insane. <laughs> yeah, because you get you get that scene at the end where where he breaks out, and Jodie Foster, um, Clarice, she's talking to her uh, friend at the academy, and she's like, right. "Oh, he won't. He's not going to come after me. He would consider that rude." And yeah. he would, and he absolutely would. He's he's got. I, I love. Even that. though he's a completely <laughs> insane, psychotic killer, he is. Like but this guy. Seems like the most dangerous, like especially from this movie, mm-hmm. seems like the most dangerous human being on the planet. And that's that's what makes him so great, man. I've, yeah, yeah, huge huge Lecter fan. I I love this movie. I think Jodie Foster was was great in it. All the casting was good, and yeah, I, we don't. We, I, I don't. Need, I don't need to. I don't. I don't need to talk too much about this one because uh, everybody who knows me knows how much I love the. Thomas Harry's books and the Lecter character, so this one's obviously going to be up there for me, no doubt. Is is this performance from Ted Levine? Is this one of those performances where you can't really think of anything else? Yeah, once you tuck your dick, that's uh, yeah, kind of a deal breaker. I'll tell you what, Ted, Ted Ted Levine is a very versatile actor because he's been mm. in a lot of. We've we've seen a couple of other movies that he's been in. Um, one one of them was that found footage movie that he was so good in, but he was in like a TV series, um, The Bridge, that that was out I don't know like five or six years ago on FX, and he was really 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 good in that as a border patrol agent, and he, he's very to me he's super versatile. I, I can I can picture him in any role because he okay. can he can be a really cool good guy or he can be this completely insane nutcase, but. He pulled off the role, but to, to me, Ted Levine's super versatile. Although now, mo- now every time I think about that scene, I think about uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob 
and clerks yeah. too. He's back too. <laughs> well, what were you gonna say, Naz? You fuck me. I fuck. <laughs> a joyride. Okay, that's a movie he was in. I he he didn't even show me. Joyride. Joyride. That's right. It was just the voice. Uh, the, the, yeah, uh, Candy Cane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what movie was it when he was just? Yes, that's he, he was just talking. That was that was a good one. That's what uh, I'm saying. Like when you hear his voice, like I think the yeah. last thing I seen him in before this was I rewatched Heat. Yeah, it's and when right. he okay. start when he starts talking, I'm just gonna somebody gonna get the fucking lotion. I'm just, I know. <laughs> Who puts the lotion in the basket? Yeah, Batman <laughs> shot him in the throat and Heat played it. Played a phenomenal fucking psychotic person. Like I did. This movie was great to me, and I, you know, you got to remember it's before you really know anything about Hannibal Lecter, and so if this is the first you've ever heard or seen of him, Anthony Hopkins is fucking terrifying, mm-hmm. and like this movie's really not about him, but he just chews up scenery every time he's in it, you know, and uh, I, I, I think he did great. I think Jodie Foster did great. Even though I'm not a huge Jodie Foster fan, I never really saw the the big Jodie Foster fandom thing that existed. Like, I, did, did somebody shoot at the president because of Jodie oh, Foster? Oh, that's right. Yeah, from the like, yeah. taxi driver role. We shot right? Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I was like, for, wait, for Jodie Foster? I don't understand. Well, dude, this was a different time. This was the eighties. <laughs> well, I know, but like, I never understood it then. I never, I never right. thought she was that hot. I never. I mean, she's a very good actress. Dude, cra- crazy is as crazy does. Phillip. I guess. <laughs> I liked her in Foxes too. Yeah. Wow, that well, that's been a while. <laughs> Nell was pretty good. I, I remember that one. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought she did really well in this one. Um, great cast. Anthony Hopkins just killed it. Um, Buffalo Bill killed it. Also did a fucking fantastic job. That one guy. Terrifying. That one guy did a fucking excellent job because you fucking hate him every time he did Dr. Chilton. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, when That's are right. you going to fucking die? Yeah, oh, he's, he's like. Over the top he'll asshole. He'll get his. He'll get his. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, it was. It definitely. The fact that it won Best Picture says something. I really love that it did. I wish we could get back to some shit like that instead of you know, right? Some bullshit movie that nobody's ever fucking seen. You know? Yeah, Nez, Nez <laughs> weren't, uh, weren't you and Theo saying that this movie was not allowing like Fangoria onto their set and stuff like that? Was yeah, because they, they didn't think it was um, Fangoria material. I mean, I agree with them; it wasn't, but mm-hmm. well, it was more of a thriller, really, than a than a horror movie. To That's be what I said. I mean, yeah. some people go like, "Oh, this is one of the best horror movies ever." I'm like, <laughs> right? It's like you're pretty. A- you're, you're playing pretty loose with yeah. the word horror. I mean, but yeah. they they do do Past that now. Loose. It's but a crime me, thriller, which I love. I love some crime thrillers, man. And mm-hmm. this is one of the best of them that has ever been made. But I mean, I IMD, IMDb has it down as crime drama thriller. I'm more with okay. that. Yeah. Yes, there, that there's sense. horrific stuff in it. Um, but I, I just didn't think it was a, a there, horror movie. I just thought yeah, it was a good I, I, crime drama. 
I take the term from uh, friends of the show, uh, the Nightmare Junkhead podcast. They they use the term horror adjacent. I yeah. like it's not horror, but it's yeah, yeah. It's well, got elements. And anytime there's a really good like crime thriller, it usually has some aspects of really horrific shit. Yeah, I mean, you you have a guy that kills and eats people. Yeah. And and then you got another guy that kills women and wears their skin. Wears their yeah. face. <laughs> But, like, Hannibal Lecter in this movie (laughs) feels like he could kill at will and get away with anything that he wanted to. And he does. And it's it's terrifying. Like, he is. He's always seven steps ahead of the cops. Exactly. Yeah, he's playing, like, 7D chess, and everybody else is playing checkers. Yeah. Clarice, if you're thinking about recording this call, don't bother. It won't be long enough, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Yeah. Toodles. <laughs> he's he's fantastic, man. He's so good. Anthony Hopkins is great, man. I love him. Um, all right. Let's do scores. Brian, what do you think? Ten. Ten. Damn. All right. There's uh nothing I can really say bad about this movie. Um I've been listening to everybody, you know, give their reviews on it and there's the it, the story's fantastic, the acting's fantastic. Um, like I said, uh, things things were said and not shown, and it was effective to me. And then when they were shown, it, it was like the when he uh, attacked the nurse, and they were telling that whole story. When yeah. Clarice, they they show her the picture. They don't show us. Yeah, I right. thought that was great because that is our, that is good. Yeah, Very our minds cool. were creating what we thought happened to her. And we didn't need to see that. And I thought that was fantastic. So, yeah, this is an all-time classic. Best of the Hannibal Lecter series of movies, shows, whatever? Uh, I do like um, Mads Mikkelsen as... Uh, I know. It's it's he, it's he it's, it's up there, but... But he's also not Anthony Hopkins. He's a different yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. So well, but Brian, as, Brian as, Cox as far, did him justice. Brian Cox was good too in, yeah. in Manhunter. But <laughs> as far as far as the movies, this is the best out of all yeah. the movies. Oh, definitely. Uh, Ness, what do you think? Oh, this is a ten. This one's hella good. I love hella this good. film. Officially stands. <laughs> Where's Man? those t-shirts? Those hella good t-shirts. Ah, oh, we should get one of those. <laughs> now they're coming. I gotta sit down with they're my coming. designer. Uh, Lance, what do you think? The 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 movie's a super super solid uh, eight on ten, and the Thomas Harris book is a nine on ten. All right, Uh, why why is this an eight? This is an eight on ten because this is like up up there for me. Eight eight means that it's in super rare air like it's going to be a if it's eight eight or higher for me it's going to be a guaranteed top 10 movie like of any year. and and, and, uh, and whatever and this abs- <laughs> this absolutely made it so but i did i in fact well the movie got me to read the books but i did enjoy the books more than the film so that cemetery is higher than this it's worth moving on <laughs> <laughs> hey you heard me <laughs> uh, 
uh, remake uh, that is. Actually, <laughs> Renfield. Dude, Renfield is higher than this for me. I gave Renfield. Oh. Renfield's oh, my, my top rated movie of the year, man. I don't know about that. It's in, it's in my top ten, but yeah, <laughs> Renfield was pretty badass. Look, but there's think... a lot of there's a lot of horror to go. Like we still have oh, thirty this... days of October, and probably should action horror. <laughs> probably should have put it in news, but if anybody has Peacock, Renfield is now streaming on Peacock. Oh, it is nice on the cock. Watching it later. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join in with the crew. I think this is a classic. Classic horror. Um, I mean, not really horror, but it's probably the best crime thriller out there. It's yeah. so far into crime thriller territory that it borders on horror, which kind of puts it along the lines of Exorcist as far as horror goes. Wow. Uh, I think that it deserves it. Holy shit. I think it deserves that best picture. Uh, category, and I I wish that they would give more real movies that best picture nod. And uh, maybe yeah. Dune Part Two, guys. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. But yeah, this one deserved it a ten. All right, it's a classic. We all love it. All right, on to seven. I saw you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, baby. It seems that envy is my sin. Oh, what's in the box? Not till you give me the what's gun. What's in the fucking box? Give me the gun. He just told you. You lie! You're a fucking liar! Shut up! That's what he wants. He, wa- he wants you to shoot him. No! No! You tell me, you tell me that's not true. That's not true. Become vengeance, David. Nah, she's all right. You tell me. Become wrath. Tell me she's all right! She made her a suspect, David. No! Just throw it all away, you know. No! She begged for her life, detective. Shut up! She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. Shut up! him he will win oh god oh god oh
with the, the actual number seven as the V. I had a hard time with that when I was searching for it because it's not really on any of the streaming services as of now. Hard but. to find, yeah. <laughs> Showtime, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Something you have to pay for. Uh, <laughs> but 1996. <laughs> uh, two detectives, a rookie and a veteran, hunt for a serial killer who uh, uses the seven deadly sins as his motives. Uh, director is David Fincher, also known for Alien 3 and Fight Club. Uh, writer is Andrew Kevin Walker, also known for Sleepy Hollow and Brain Scan. Uh, New Line Cinema executives originally balked at the film's ending, but Brad Pitt refused to make the film if its ending was changed. Uh, Brad you, Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt bought his own ties for the movie. He wanted Mills to have a poor fashion sense. Ouch. I kind of like this ties. <laughs> so, wait. Is he saying he has poor fashion sense? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt fell while filming the scene in which Mills chases John Doe in the rain. Uh, Pitt's arm went through a car windshield requiring surgery. And the accident... Hey, wow. Worked, the accident was worked into the script, coincidentally... The original script called for Detective Mills to be injured during the sequence. So, Holy shit. I guess the so, cast was real. Is that... That was in the movie? Yeah, when he got hurt, when he was yeah. chasing him. So that was, his actual, that was his actual blood? Yeah, I guess that was a real injury, so. man. Huh. huh. That's fucking crazy, dude. Way to, way to, way to tough that out, man. I like it. <laughs> Fucking Brad Pitt, dude. <laughs> he gets more and more respect from me every day. I know. That's that's why I picked just Brad Pitt trivia for this. <laughs> uh, Brian, what'd you think about Seven? This is another t- another like crime thriller, psychological nice. thriller classic. Like yeah. everybody kills it in this. Morgan Freeman is excellent in this. I like Brad Pitt as his. New kind of know-it-all, young-faced detective. Mm-hmm. Um, I even I'm not a big fan of Gwyneth Paltrow, but I yep. the way she played his uh, Brad Pitt's wife, I felt bad for her that she yeah, had to right. move to the city and just basically change her entire life and just was well, miserable. At least she didn't have to deal with it too long. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> What's in the box? Rewatching it, I totally, I totally forgot that fucking Shaft was in here as the district attorney, Richard right. Roundtree. You're damn yeah. right. Arlie Ermey was. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Too. Was a different role for him because I mean right? he's he's clearly Arlie Ermey when you see him as the the police chief, but he's like not over the top yelling, you know. Mm. Right? Threatening to skull fuck somebody or anything like that. <laughs> this, uh, it had his best line when they were sitting there talking, and the uh, phone rang, and he had this ain't even my desk, and then <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like that was ad libbed. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like they probably had to try not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, we're filming a scene, and he was like, "This ain't my desk." Uh, let's see, uh, John C. McGinley. As the SWAT commander, he's a typical asshole self he usually plays in the movies. Just, But the whole storyline trying to catch these uh, killers that, you know, at first they don't know that the, the, the murders are connected. Then they find out, you know, it has to do with seven deadly sins. Morgan Freeman is telling them, you know, there's going to be five more. And then it just it's like a cat and mouse game there. 
they're trying to to find out who the killer is, but the killer is just like always a step ahead of them. And then it gets revealed who it is, which when I first seen this, I didn't even know he was even in the movie because yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. And then when he showed up, I was just like, oh, says, well, we can spoil it to Kevin Spacey. Yeah. yeah. John Doe. Yeah. John Doe. And the, the ending was something I didn't see coming. You know, it, it's joked oh, about now, man. like the, the what's in the box, but the whole that him and John Doe are the last two sins. Yeah. Right. Was cra- like I didn't even see that coming, and that was, for his yeah. and a, I don't, I don't, I don't blame Brad Pitt's character, especially when it's get, it gets revealed that his wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did got another clip and put it in my gun and emptied that clip too. So, see, I feel like that's too easy. Maybe he could have like pulled the knife out and just cut his face yeah. off. Like, silence. Yeah, Morgan Freeman did carry a switchblade on him. <laughs> he was surrounded by a bunch of lawmen, so it would have been kind of hard to do that. Yeah, they they yeah. would have never got there. That, that hell no. Land in a helicopter. Oh, yeah, no. I'd have to go no. do some shit before they showed up for sure. <laughs> but he would be yeah. dead, but he'd be wishing he was. Uh, his dick would have been in his mouth by the time he <laughs> got there. there you go. <laughs> which which but, deadly sin is that? <laughs> but even the 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 practical effects but, on all the the murder victims was fantastic. Even the the guy um I forgot what sin it was. The one they were that was in the bed and they were feeding feeding him drugs and oh, stuff. Oh, uh, lethargy? Not lethargy. What do they call it? Sloth. Sloth. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sloth was the one behind the kitchen. Or was that Gluttony? That was Gluttony. Okay. Yeah, yeah Sloth was on the wall. All right, I remember. Yeah. Which, that was, that would have, I, if I was that, uh, no, I, actually, it was John C. McGinley, wasn't it, that he scared? That he yeah. said he's still oh, alive? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would have quit my fucking job. Right. right. Oh, that, shit. That happened. I looked like a zombie. <laughs> it was but crazy. yeah, th- <laughs> this is another classic horror adjacent it's not horror it's Mm -hmm. it's crime thriller but it's definitely a classic and what a fucking cast man yeah doesn't get a whole lot better than that uh nez what do you think oh get get the hell of a good stamp yes i love this film um A friend of mine just passed a few weeks ago, last month, and this was one of the movies that we went and seen together. Um, shout out to my girl Mel. I love you and I miss you. But when we went and saw this, uh, shout out to Mike as well. He told me to go see this. I'll bet. I could see he, Mike all over this movie. <laughs> he was like, dude, you gotta go see this. So it was playing like at its at the last run, it was it was just break get to yank uh, from the theater. It was a Thursday night. I went and picked up my girl. We went and we saw that she goes, "What's it about?" I'm like, "I don't have no idea." Mike told me to go see it. Right. I, I didn't even know what it was. I just walked in, said seven. I saw the poster. Okay, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. All right, let's go. So the movie got going, and oh my god, I was just glued in to the whole thing. For some reason, I thought it was gonna be a horror movie. 
um, just the way it started and how the poster looks. It looks all mm-hmm. evil and everything. So I was like, all right, cool. But the, the, Trent, when the, movie, the Trent Reznor intro with the credits. Yeah. I didn't even watch the trailer, so I had no idea what this movie was about. I didn't even right. get the seven Deadly Sin things until the movie was going. That's good. So That's good. I was like, I was totally clueless on what this movie was. So when it was said and done and over, I was like, damn, that movie was hella good. I went and saw it again. Um, there was this theater in San Francisco that, that was like the dollar theater. So it was making this dollar theater run. So I, I was, it was in the hood. I didn't like going there, but I had was, to was, see this Was movie. it a dollar? Huh? Was yeah, it, it was a dollar? Cause, back cause when it have, was a dollar. Okay, because yeah. we have a dollar theater here. Oh, it used to like, be a dollar. It's like right? five bucks. Brian, you're a kid. You don't remember it, man. As and I know the struggle. <laughs> I would go to I mean, the ten the ten a.m. dollar dollar movie and sneak into the each theater afterwards and see like oh five I did that too a day for a buck. I did that too. Um, Mike and I again bringing him up. We went. We saw Heat at a dollar theater. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so because it was already pulled and it was like you got to see Heat, so we found it at dollar theater. Right. So we went and seen it. So that <laughs> I went and saw it again at the dollar theater and I was the only one sitting in there. And oh man, I love this movie. Another movie that there's plenty of movies where I can watch from beginning to end no matter what scene it's on. Sure. Sure. This one I love. I've seen it I don't know how many times. Um everything in it was was amazing. Um I didn't know who Kevin Spacey was uh, until I was like, I've seen him in other things. And then I went back and started watching uh, older films where he was not the star, but he was in. I was like, oh, okay. Like the ref ref and stuff like that. Even even, I think Outbreak was before this one. I think it was either either before or after. I can't remember. But he's been in a bunch of things. Go listen to that review. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Usual Suspects. (laughs) Usual suspects. Kind of I think that came. Was that before this? That was the same year. Same year. Okay, oh. but I was like, oh, I was, I loved it. I loved how they didn't put his name in the credits until the end. Yeah, I thought was that awesome. was really cool because as soon as the, the movie was over, and then it said John Doe, Kevin Spacey. I, I don't know if he's ever going to have a career again. We don't want to get into that. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. Anyway, but. I, his performance in this that happens when you rape kids oh yeah. Philip, come on <laughs> his this his is a performance, family show <laughs> his, his performance his performance fucking raping kids god damn it <laughs> his performance in this was amazing brad pitt i mean is he good in everything not everything. I mean, if you guys saw Cool World, I didn't really care for that film. But I might disagree with you. I didn't like that one, man. <laughs> what is the What is the first movie you guys seen Brad Pitt in? California. Uh, was, no, it was one he did with. Um, Legends. It was Delman and Louise. No, it was oh, in the eighties. Really? Um, yeah. What the, I just recently watched it, but I, I remember seeing it at the drive-in. Um. He wasn't the star, or he was one of the stars, but he wasn't Brad Pitt then. He was just some little yeah. young, good-looking kid on on the TV on the the movie screen. God damn, I cannot well, remember. That's, the... that's that's who he Mine was. Louise. I don't think he was anybody big. Have you guys ever seen a movie called Across the Tracks, where he played a track oh. star? No. This was like he looked like he was probably maybe eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old. Oh, wow. Like Emilio Estevez and the Breakfast Club, young. Huh? Yeah, like that young. Okay. 
What the hell was I remember and him in head uh, of the class played, played his delinquent brother head uh, of the R- class. Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder was in <laughs> uh, This is the first one I'd seen. I he'd been in some other things I've seen, but this is okay. the one that that I remember like in the theater. It was a movie called Cutting Class. I oh, the, remember so, the name. that like a slasher. The, if I remember right, yeah, because it was him. Uh, who the hell else was in this? The the main girl, Jill Chuelin, or whatever. And I just remember she was in a bunch of other movies. Okay. And this other guy named Donovan Lynch Jr. I don't know where he's at, but well, I remember he said seeing that this weird thing where he could have gone like heartthrob or like serious actor. Or he, super versatile, where he can do comedy, he can do heartthrob, yeah. he can do he can do serious actor. Yeah, he and he, never, he never he never really took that heartthrob thing seriously. I think you know, like he was there, but mm-hmm. like I like Brad Pitt better now than I did back then. I mean, because he he's got a lot of good movies. I mean, I know I know everyone loved Legends of the Fall. I didn't care for it. Yeah, um, I did. What was it? What was the fly fishing one? Um, Uh oh, guys! I'm being told Uh, my time's up. I've got a, like I said, I've got a brother-in-law here that's got just out of surgery, so um, I I guess I got to get my score real quick and run. Um, Can y'all, you get us out of here, Phil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, no, I'll I'll give this movie a nine on ten, and I'm surprised. This is Fincher's masterpiece for me, and I would say that. Very, very easily, all three of the main actors could have could have won Best Actor for that particular year easily. So you know where I stand, guys. Nine nine on ten on this one. So uh, better than Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. Just huh. just because of the acting and Fincher's direction and just the uh, I don't know. I I found I found the villain in this one to be more despicable than uh, the villain in the other the other film. Believe it or not. So. Wow, that's where I stand. That's where I stand. So you, you guys finish the show out. I'm out of here. But uh, nine on ten, brothers, have a good one. All right, all right, appreciate all you. Right. Uh, but yeah, hold on. But th- this movie was was fucking awesome. I mean, I just I couldn't believe when it was over. I was just, I mean, getting to the end with the the whole box thing. Uh, when we found out that she was pregnant, dude, I shit you not, the first time I saw this, I thought that baby was in the box. I thought he cut the baby out and put yeah. it put it in there. That's where my mind went at first. Because Mike did tell me, he was like, dude, this movie's going to fuck with you. And I see, was like, that, oh, man. That, that I can understand if the, if the studio were like, no, we need to change that ending. That would have made sense. If the, that that would have made sense. Yeah. I I just because what we had seen up to this point up to that point in the movie, I figured, man, I mean, there, there's nothing this guy's not gonna do. So, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> was she one of the sins? He was. He was. John. He, he was. John Doe. But he, still had, he he still had two left: envy and wrath. He yeah, was. Wrath envy. was was Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, but when, Brad Pitt didn't die. No, but when he found out, they, it just it didn't matter. He just wanted some because he wasn't actually committing any of the sins. He was just setting them all up for people to yeah. commit them. So he told him because he when he found out uh, they had killed his wife, and he said, "Become vengeance, become wrath, in order like you need to kill me." Because that's what um, when yeah. Morgan Freeman came running over, he told him, "He goes, look, he, he wants you to kill him." 
And he's like, no. And he started screaming. This dude, that whole ending scene just gave it gave me chills right now. And he right. he became and John Doe became envy because he said, I went to your house. I tried to right. be the husband. I tried to live your life. So he was envious. But of that him. was the, that was the part because he didn't really kill anybody other than you know Gwyneth. the people that he was killing for the the seven deadly sins. And mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow was like not any of those, and he just. But, he he envied um uh the what the hell's his name Mills he he envied John his, Doe envied his life. his life yeah he goes yeah. so that he goes that's my sin is envy that's when uh, he turned it on him and said look be because he basically told him look kill me and he said become wrath because that whole scene and with oh, what's in the box and I know it turned into a big old joke but. When he just turned, dude, he was so serious. And he was like, what's in the fucking box? And he yeah. goes, I just told you. And then he just turned that gun and goes, you lie. You are a yeah. fucking liar. Shut up. And then gets the butt yeah. of the gun and pushes it down on his head. I was like, oh, man. I know, oh, dude. Bumps. <laughs> Brad Pitt killed it in this one, man. Yeah, I I think that uh, I, I, Kevin Spacey killed it in this one. I think he did mm-hmm. really well. Uh, but I also think that he channeled a little Hannibal Lecter while he was oh, doing yeah. it. You know, but he 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 did it in his way though, because there's right. there's scenes where he kind of like that whole scene where Morgan Freeman's looking at him in the back of the car through the rearview mirror, and he sees uh, Kevin Spacey like bouncing up and down. He was like, "Why are you so happy?" Yeah, if you know you're supposed to, you're not supposed to take pleasure. And if you if you're a messiah and you're doing this all for for a cause, why are you taking you know and just little little things like that? I thought were were cool. Yeah. Well, and Morgan Freeman is great in everything that he does. Always awesome. Uh, yeah, this is this is sort of the beginning of Brad Pitt's rise to like real stardom, I think, as opposed to just another pretty face. And uh, I, you know, I definitely gave Kevin Spacey a, a big leg up, even though he'd already had some really good stuff. Um, and he's he's got a, a really good you know body of work there for the time that he actually acted. I don't think that he's ever going to come back. I don't know that he'll be forgiven, and I think I'm okay with that. Uh, but I like Brad Pitt now better than I did back then. I think he's a better actor now, and I love the parts that he plays. I, I, and of you know, like I said, Morgan Freeman's great in everything he does. This movie was pretty badass. I don't know if it's as good as Silence of the Lambs, but no, uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking close, man. It's 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 up there. If you're looking for like the best crime dramas in history, this is this is one of them. It's on the list. Silence of the Lambs is probably number one, but this may be two or three, and then you know a whole plethora of actually Judd movies. <laughs> she's in a shitload of yeah i don't know if i agree with lance because I, I don't know is is john doe more despicable killer than hannibal he's not as because hannibal's more just hateable. i mean what is hannibal what is the reason he's killing people because they were rude yeah i know he's usually got i mean Pretty a pretty good moral standpoint on why he's killing somebody, but he's also fucking terrifying. I mean, I'm not saying what John Doe's doing is good. I mean, but at least he's going after people that he thinks are bad and have sinned. 
Right. So, but he's I mean, he's not as like menacing. Like like I feel like Hannibal Lecter, you see him on the street and as soon as he starts talking, you're like all right. Nice to meet you. Bye. <laughs> and uh but you know, Kevin Spacey starts talking and I'm not quite as terrified. I don't know. Yeah. They both they both had that I mean, they don't look Richard Brake. You see him walking down a dark alley, you're going to turn around and walk the other way. Yeah. You see, you see John Doe or Hannibal Lecter walking down that same alley. I mean, especially they they don't they don't look they're not very tall guys. Richard Brake is tall and scary looking. Yeah. But I mean, you would look at them and not even think twice about them and just keep walking. Well, I mean, it kind of bothered me that Hannibal doesn't blink and just stares directly at you when he talks. Right. That's part of what made him so terrifying is that he seems like this unassuming person, but like he just when he starts then, chewing up the scenery and he's not even blinking and he's like just controls every situation. Yeah, and then five minutes you're into your conversation, you realize, are you psychoanalyzing me right now? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas John Doe just seems kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like when he was in the back of that police car. I mean, I I get I get shit. I get why he went after them. The only one I kind of felt sorry for was was the the fat guy. I mean, did I he? Know. Did I mean? Yeah, it's I'm I'm fat too. Fault. I'm fat yeah. too, and I'm no, I'm gonna take it. It is my fault. I like to eat, but um, I I, I see where he was going with that with that sin, but he didn't. That guy didn't really do anything bad other than he said he goes yeah when you see him you you want to throw up um and the one the one chick I, I forgot which one it was i didn't feel like because she was getting cosmetic cosmetic surgery to make herself feel better on the inside yeah i, I was what like I took, okay come on now what i took from that one is it, it might she might have she might have i don't know i'm not really sure she might have been one of those mean girls like uh, like she yeah. was a bitch and, and she deserved it that's how i I took it. I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but and the other guys that bought it, no, they totally deserved it. <laughs> the pedophiles and the other guy was selling drugs and oh, yeah. all kinds of other things. But the one I felt sorry for the most for was the dude that had that big knife dildo thing strapped to him, and he made him basically oh. kill kill that girl. Oh, you could put him in a mental institution because oh, he's man. probably. <laughs> Yeah, he's for the rest of his life. life. <laughs> uh, I like that actor too. He he kind of plays the same role in everything. Because you yeah. you felt bad for him because I mean he's it's it's over. He's in police <laughs> custody and he's still screaming, "Help me, somebody help me, yeah. please!" He, oh, well, man. He's freaking out the whole time. He played it well. Yeah. But I like I said, hell of a fucking cast, man, and they they really pulled their fucking weight in this one. This was. This was this was a heavy hitter in in this genre. It was it was a good cop drama because I loved yeah. every time they were in the police station discussing the case. Yeah, I loved I love usually those scenes are kind of like eh, let me. Well, and the dynamic, hand, there was no phones, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, it and, felt it the felt dynamic real. between like Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, you know. And it yeah. felt real, like when they yeah. were waiting on Prince to match up, and the guy was like, you know, this could take up to three days. Yeah, and they don't go nowhere. They they sit there, fall asleep on a couch together. Time goes by. 
and yeah. you know, or even, Brad Pitt's just like, you know, we we should be out here doing something, and Morgan Freeman is like, this is the job. Yeah. When uh, when right. Morgan Freeman told him about it, there's a there's a there's a place where these guys that you give them enough money, they'll get you information because it was like all FBI stuff, and that's yeah. when uh, Bobby from uh, Sons of Anarchy came oh, walking Bob, in. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he came walking in. Oh man, that that, that still hurts my heart. Well, the way Bobby bought it <laughs> and Sunday had a game. But it was it was this movie was amazing. I mean, we could go all night about it because there's so much to unpack in this. I know in one of the Blu-ray, uh, I think it was DVD. The DVD releases there's a uh, um, some special features where you can read some of the texts that were written in all those notebooks. That John Doe was writing. I mean, I, oh. I I tried, but I only got through like a couple screens and said, right, I was going to say he's he had like a whole bookshelf of just books of bullshit writing, <laughs> a tiny print. Yeah, yeah, like double lines, double sentences on <laughs> one line. <laughs> but I mean, but that's uh, shout out to the to the people that actually stood there and wrote whatever they wrote. I mean, yeah. even it's like just a flash on the screen. But man, I mean that 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 takes time. Even if you go back to The Shining, whoever typed that, the uh, what was it? All, all, all work, work and no play. Yeah, I mean whoever typed all that out in many different forms, man. Shout out OTV to them. Yeah, no beer, make Homer something something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this movie's amazing. Did we give scores? I don't even remember if we did. Uh, uh no, but let's now. Oh, let's, uh, let's do t- scores. Ten. Ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So right up there with Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Brian? Uh I don't think I don't think it's better than Silence of the Lambs, so I'll give it a nine point seven five. Okay. It's it's there. Yeah. I think uh I think a nine is a is is a pretty good score for this one because it's in the same genre as uh Silence of the Lambs and uh, Silence of the Lambs gets a ten. Um I think this one follows in its footsteps. And uh, is a staple of the genre, but it doesn't quite get a ten. Awesome movie though, great cast. Yep. All right. Uh, well, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns, and we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com, and you can find us at thehorrorreturns.com and follow our social medias and all that good stuff uh please consider becoming a patreon patron give us a dollar would be nice uh nez you got anything coming out well you talked about wrestling returns all that stuff yeah we got all that coming everyone uh, just yeah life um new east society's coming i think we're closing in on 300 we're 290 i think i, I don't know um about tree fitty we oh uh esp rewind if you guys didn't listen to that one we talked about uh tim burton's 1989 batman the zisu loved it um yeah. hashtag not my batman um <laughs> but uh we're, we're, we're building up to uh, the new flash movie that's coming out and i, I know people feel bad and different about uh edward Mella now i do too but i, I still want to see the film uh I was hyped for um, Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Michael Keaton, Michael come back Keaton. as uh, Batman. You want to um, get nuts? 
Let's get nuts. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm happy that uh, what's his name Ben Affleck is is in it. Um, no Henry Cavill from what I who knows. Hopefully my fingers are crossed that he makes an appearance in it, but they're saying he's not. But I don't know. Maybe that's just what they're saying. But yeah, we got um, regular episode for East Society coming. Also another ESP rewind. We're gonna be talking about I think it was 1991 or two. I can't remember. Uh, Tim Burton's Batman Returns. I have not seen that in a long time. I just watched it, and again, hashtag not my Batman, but it was a movie. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna do that, and that's that's what's coming next. Hashtag it is my Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, Julie Newmore first, and then no, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Julie Newmore, then uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> I, you know uh, what? Uh, uh, the Halle Berry movie. Terrible. Oh, she's on there too, but I just okay. added my top two. <laughs> Halle Berry movie was terrible, but she's a pretty good Catwoman. <laughs> I'll give her that. Hey. I love you. Hey, Alex. I, <laughs> even though it's a newer movie, I, I, don't, I don't mind Zoe Kravitz either. Yeah, true. Something um, about when you put on the Catwoman suit. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm not going to say no, but I'll, I'll go Anne Hathaway first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, uh, now I forgot about her. <laughs> uh, I think that's the reason I did forget about her. <laughs> I love Anne Hathaway. <laughs> All right. Uh, Princess Diaries. Uh, next week, we check out the brand new The Blackening, as well as 2013's A Haunted House. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Blackening looks funny, man. We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. But <laughs> is that a comedy or serious? It is a horror comedy. Okay, yeah. all right. That, that's yeah, just on the trailer. Comedy, <laughs> <laughs> but not like scary movie schlocky. Hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, they're they're going to be playing off all the tropes in yeah. horror movies. So. <laughs> uh, but until the horror returns again, Brian. Good night.